0: On this episode of Animation Deliberation, we are covering What If Episodes 4 and 5 right after these ads we have no control over. For the month of September, the Stranded Panda Network is doing a raffle to give away your choice of a Nintendo Switch or an Oculus Quest. All you have to do is leave a positive 5-star review on any Stranded Panda podcast on Apple Podcasts. Each review counts as a raffle, so when you're done enjoying this episode of Animation Deliberation, take a moment to check out some awesome shows like Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, Superhero Ethics, Source Pages, Binge Symbol, and more. To see all of our shows and rules for the raffle, check out strandedpanda.com slash contest. Now back to the show. A one, two, three, four. It's animation deliberation conversation and a celebration of a favorite action animated series. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of animation deliberation (laughs) podcast. I am Zuhair Ali. My usual co-host, J. Scotty St. Clair uh, was called by Wong, to explore a couple other timelines so he was not able to join us today and is very is he going to
2: find out some more like disturbing facts with wong
0: depending on how disturbing they are i may not want to know what he finds (laughs) so let's hope he keeps it to himself and doesn't disturb this sacred timeline but joining us today is one of the hosts of source pages a reading collective miss haley hobbs how are you
2: i'm so great how are you
0: I am doing good. And our resident guest and animation fanatic, Mr. Andrew Rogers, how are you? I'm doing fantastic.
3: Uh, Excited to be here. Don't know how I earned the title fanatic, but I'll try and live up to it.
0: (laughs) You earned it by being the first word that crossed my mind, so we're going with it. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. We, we don't we do do-overs here. What we say is what sticks. <laughs> it's <laughs> we canon. Can't this <laughs> we can't this timeline. We can't this timeline. All right. So we were not here to talk about what if episode four last week, because all of us were collectively super excited about Shang-Chi, and then our schedules just went haywire afterwards, so we we're playing a little bit of catch up. Uh, we're going to start off with episode four. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? you got a good 20 minutes of depression over here. How did you guys feel about it?
2: Same, same. Very sad. And I was on vacations when I watched it. So I was kind of like, well, this is a real downer of an episode while I'm enjoying this beautiful scenery where I was. So, yeah, super sad. But um, we all have those. I, I like that it kind of paralleled WandaVision in that way, that exploration mm-hmm. of grief and Something that's just really not discussed a lot, it seems like, most of the time.
0: I'm sure it gave you a little bit more of an appreciation for your views. Like, ah, oh, Evil Strange is going to suck this away in a few years. I'm just enjoying the beauty <laughs> right now.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a hard episode. But I, I walked away from it just feeling so heavy and ready to get back to the real world. So it was mm-hmm. kind of refreshing in that way. But I was not expecting for multiple episodes of What If to Make Me Cry, let alone one. Yeah. So this show has gotten a big roller coaster of emotions and I'm kind of here for it, but also having to watch it through multiple times has been difficult.
2: <laughs> yeah. mm, good for you. I've only watched them once.
3: <laughs> I did a second one for Doctor Strange and even the second time I just put my phone down at the end and was like, wow, that was an
0: episode. <laughs> yeah, I had to I was watching again while I was doing my photo editing um and it was like just just focus on the work not the tears focus on the work not the tears (laughs) um both well done uh we got to see benedict cumberbatch reprise his role and i think this is the first that we've seen a lot more of like cocky doctor strange since his debut movie because infinity war there was kind of a lot of stuff going on and it was just kind of like moving with the events as they happen. But now we're seeing like him just being arrogant and snooty and pretty selfish in my opinion and trying to make things how he wants it instead of how they're just supposed to be.
3: Yeah. I think we kind of forgot how cocky he was in that first movie and the whole reason he crashed was his own fault. And yes, he had the repercussions that first time, but now we get to see what happens when it's not the repercussions on him. Mm-hmm. And it, it it lends a lot of light to what happens to someone when they have to go through the repercussions of their actions as opposed to just getting away with it all the time.
2: I actually thought he seemed, um, at the very beginning, before the car crash happens the first time, less cocky. Because the fact that Christine was even there with him to me said that he was already different. but So it's like he almost went backwards in a way from that first movie. Like he started out less, you know, cocky, I guess is the only word we have for him. <laughs> and then he turned more that way when he was trying to get what he wanted. And it's very brief. I mean, because that, that car crash happens so quickly into the episode. But yeah, I don't know.
0: Which time?
2: <laughs> the first one. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I think the most notable thing about this episode was that montage of just watching her die so many different ways. It was so oh. brutal and so savage for the, like, that felt like an hour-long episode. Because I, everything else was just kind of like, the way that they presented the story, us as the audience got to kind of like fill in the gaps with like what we know about the characters and what we know about the story and how it progresses and whatnot. But because this was the first one that I feel was just like really far fetched, it had a lot of, I I felt more invested in where the story was going more than like trying to catch the little Easter eggs. Like I would have in the first two episodes Mm or maybe three episodes. I forgot where I was going with that.
2: You were saying that you weren't, like, looking for the Easter eggs. You were just focused on the story.
0: And you were talking about that montage, which was... Yeah, so it just felt a lot darker. I felt a little more invested. And they did a, they did a good job uh, providing that perspective, kind of giving us more of a look into the magical realm and more into the character development of, like, who Doctor Strange actually is. Um, and they kind of lost my attention a little bit with the... Uh, The timeline stuff where the ancient one like made a split version of him and then tried to explain that and i was like okay i'm not gonna think too far into that because i'm not the (laughs) biggest fan of it but overall it was they definitely got a lot more experimental with this one and i i thought it was for the better
2: the splitting of the strangest thing i mean it totally backfired in the end, because did, did he I kind of like stopped paying attention to part of it. Did he absorb the good, strange? Yeah, okay. so yes. So her plan totally didn't go the way she wanted it to. It did the opposite, in fact.
3: Yeah, and I think it was interesting to see the good strange lose. Yeah. I personally was not expecting that to happen. I kind of assumed we would tie it up with little bow.
0: Yeah, no, there was totally. a there was somewhat happy endings. Well, actually, no. I think episode two, no. the T'Challa one, was the only one that had a happy ending. Now that we're five episodes in, yes. Well, I don't know if episode three was a bad
3: ending. All the Avengers dying and Loki taking over. <laughs> well, the, the Avengers dying, yes, but we at least have Fury Andrew's and Carol Dark. <laughs>
0: we have all of next episode to talk about how dark i am. <laughs> <laughs> they gave a they gave a small moment of upliftment probably knowing what the next two episodes were. But overall i feel like we've only had like one positive conclusion.
2: Well, it's kind of funny. So on the MCU podcast, you know, when they did the commissioned episode of what if and there were five people who gave their scenarios. They were all really ending badly too.
3: Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> so, so dark.
2: The show's doing the same thing and it's like, "Oh, this is validation that these universes are not what should happen, basically." For lack of a better word.
0: And that's a that's a great point to bring up towards I don't want to say a grievance with the episode. It's a grievance with um listening to feedback, I guess, with the No Way Home trailer. Because of the the mannerisms of strange and that there's been a lot of people that are like, that's not strange. That's gotta be somebody else because of the way he's smirking and being weird and leaning against the mantle and this and that. Dang it, Haley. Um (laughs) (laughs) but I think I think this (laughs) goes i I, i'm totally good with (laughs) speculation i have no problems with it but i think a very common theme of the properties that have come out this year have had an emphasis on grief and our heroes making the wrong decisions and having to deal with the ramifications of it so i think this was potentially a good teaser as to like a reminder of who strange is as a person and that our heroes actually do make mistakes that could potentially cause the whole world to end and be stuck in a little pocket dimension. Um, Hopefully that doesn't happen in the quote unquote sacred timeline. Uh, But I think that what what they're showing us is actually like a recap in a way of like who these characters and who these people actually are and what drives them and what's actually uh, establishing their tipping points
2: Yeah, I love that. That's a great point.
0: And that was
3: kind of why I wanted to talk about this reminder of him being an arrogant person, because all the people that are saying it's not strange, why would he act like that? I think some of them are forgetting that he was really all over the place at the beginning of the first movie, pushing the boundaries of science and wanting to do surgeries that no one else would touch. He would probably do a spell that no one else wanted to touch, too. So I think kind of
2: regressing back to that. Yeah,
3: this reminder of him pushing the boundaries of sorcery is not totally
0: unfathomable. Yeah, he Maybe. just wants to be the best at like, whatever he's in just to prove that he's better than the people around him. And I mean, he drove Mordo insane by all the stuff that he uh, kind of revealed to him in regards to Dormammu and the true identity of the Ancient One. And... Um, the bargains he was willing to make and the lines he was willing to cross and stuff like that and i feel like you know we see the lines that are crossed in this show for what if but we're going to see what kind of lines are potentially going to be crossed in spider-man as well uh another cool montage in this show with dr strange crossing lines was definitely with all the creatures i was really (laughs) fascinated with how wild their imagination but I, i don't know like what's pulled from mythology what's pulled from comic canon and this and that but what did you guys think of like how long that bit was of all the monsters coming out
2: it was definitely long <laughs>
3: <laughs> i honestly think they let the animators run wild and said everyone create your favorite monster and we're just gonna throw <laughs> them in there
2: i think that went so long i mean it had to because then we get the reveal that he's been doing it for centuries and if it had only been a few creatures we probably wouldn't have bought that little negative information.
3: Yeah. And then we had the reappearance of, I'm assuming, the same tentacle monster?
0: Uh, Yeah, he had some sort of dialogue.
3: Like, hello, old friend, or something like that. Well, that was because he tried to absorb it at the beginning. It didn't work, so then he worked his way back up. Mm -hmm. I was just saying, assuming it's the same as the um, one that Captain Carter fought. I was kind of oh. wondering if that was going to be our little crossover they were trying to make. Was that the same Obelisk or Shumagorath or whatever yeah, uh, Lovecraftian being <laughs> that was?
0: I'm actually not sure because one was a space portal and the other was like dimension portal. Maybe. I believe
3: the illusion is the dark dimension is where he was pulling that from.
0: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely a lot of similarities in design, though. Mm-hmm. In regards yes. to flailing tentacles. And that could just be a similar uh, way
3: that they animated it. And that's why I want to make that assumption.
0: Yeah, it's like, we already have this drawn up. Like, can we just use those tentacles? Do we have to make new tentacles?
2: <laughs> Save some money.
1: <laughs> Come on, Disney. Disney. Don't cut money. corners like that.
0: <laughs> You've already made me think... Think things are clunky. I don't need uh, repeated tentacles. (laughs) I do like that he has the standard of. um, Yeah, I I didn't. I didn't have an issue with uh, because if zombies didn't look clunky, that'd be a problem. I definitely didn't have any issue with um, the way the animation looked, and their decision on the way the lights and everything looked was just phenomenal as always. Um, But in regards to the monster, the little (laughs) what I call the garden gnome at the beginning. <laughs> angry bullfight. So yeah, funny. he was so, angry. <laughs> and then that roach comes up, and he's like, "Nice cape," but I draw the line at this. Just sends him back. He's like, "I don't want any yeah. part of you."
2: Oh yeah, that cape was awesome. <laughs>
3: I got, I'll I got mad. The two-headed goat, but no bugs. <laughs> I got <laughs> mad. <laughs>
0: I got mad Jafar vibes out of him by the time he put that cape on and he showed up later with like this dark eyes Oh everything. yeah! And I was so like,
2: Sorcerer Jafar!
0: <laughs> especially <laughs> when he went, like, especially when he absorbed the serpent and he had like the cape with the eyes and everything and I was like,
2: ugh. Oh yeah, that part was gross.
0: And then he had Christine later, just the way the, um, the way Jafar held up Jasmine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see the past Disney it all comes films, back yeah. to Aladdin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that may have also been
3: a parallel to Wandavision a little bit. The way that it was kind of cradling in the same way that she cradled Vision's head as he was disappearing, mm-hmm. and it kind of had the disappear from front to back in the same way that when the hex disappeared, his face disappeared from front to back, and he was just crying out, which was brutal. <laughs> yeah. The way that Benedict Cumberbatch put emotion into those cries, but it seemed. Possibly a callback illusion, whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah, both. There's a line in episode five that kind of applies to both of these. Is like, you did all of that for love. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's like you encouraged well, a zombie apocalypse? apocalypse and you ended a universe. Like, y'all, y'all <laughs> need to get your priorities straight. Uh, but to uh, the last, the last point that I want to make on the creatures that you'll appreciate, Andrew. Uh, Haley, have you seen Teen Titans? No, there was what looked like raven with uh trigon's eyes because there was like a blue bird that came out opened up its wings and had like six eyes and i was like oh my god is that raven no that's dc (laughs) what am i thinking (laughs) but it looked really cool and i was like "Ooh, i really like this I, i just really want that to be raven maybe he actually pulled like a character out of a different universe entirely it's like I oh, me borrowed this guy from DC he's got good magical influence <laughs> <laughs>
3: now that you say that that is definitely on the money and that was one of the memorable monsters because it was first out of the portal I guess
0: I think it was like the third one out like right after the roach
3: oh yeah first real monster that wasn't an angry gnome
0: yeah I would have <laughs> I would have squashed that roach so quick not even send it back He looked friendly. (laughs) I don't care.
2: (laughs) We got a whole bunch of Uatu in this episode.
0: Yeah, he was chatty in this episode.
2: I think the most of the five so far.
0: And the first time he's had dialogue with a character. Mm -hmm. That was mind-boggling when that happened. Yeah, he was scolding him. Even at the beginning, he was like, I could interfere, but... He wouldn't listen to me anyways. And later, it's like, oh, I'd love to just mess you up, but you caused this. <laughs> Enjoy the pocket dimension.
2: All by himself. Sad. All
0: by myself.
3: Watu <laughs> <laughs> can come visit
0: sometimes. Yeah. It's Pop like, in. hey, h- h- how you doing over there? How long is it <laughs> been? like
2: real salty about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it feels like it's been two years. Like, it's been five hundred, but okay. (laughs) I'm gonna like what's
2: gonna happen to him in that non existent universe now.
3: He's probably gonna try and get out, knowing him.
2: I guess he could, yeah. If anyone could he could. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He has a lot of power now. I do like that they kind of end it with the question or end it with a cliffhanger. Just like a little tease Mm -hmm. of like, if they wanted to do something in the future, they could. If not, then it's like, let your imagination kind of fill the void. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: And we've confirmed a season two for the show, yes?
0: Yeah, some of them, like Captain Carter, are getting a second part. Uh, But at the top of my head, that's the only confirmed one that I know of.
3: Right. Well, them leaving him in that pocket dimension could always be something they come back to. They, the possibilities are quite literally endless to ask questions.
2: Yeah. What kind of questions? Like, what if? What if? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, regular listeners. <laughs>
0: all right, any final thoughts on the Doc Strange one? Um, I will say, with all this talk of Owatu,
3: I hate to keep bringing back up are we going to get this character in live action? Are we going to get that character? I really hope that him interacting with strange gives us some possibility of him interacting with our strange in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Cause that feels like a very easy way to say, we've already seen strange be powerful enough that he can talk to the watcher. Yeah. Is there a possibility of him uh, doing that at some point as the multiverse continues to devolve? Does he call upon the help of the watcher? Because as much as he says, he's not going to
0: interfere I think he has to at some point. Yeah, or he will, and like something bad's gonna happen from it. No, like yeah. I don't read, I don't read comics very much, but one of the few that I did was the Civil War run from a few years ago, and that was the first time that I had heard of the Watcher because when they had their the Superhuman Registration Act, I think it was called. It was basically that like all heroes have to register under the government and like uh, show their identity because secret identities was still a thing um, in this run, and th- it was a discussion that was happening like should we do it should we not do it like how the movie started and when this was happening like Uatu just pops up and everyone's like what the hell is that and Doctor Strange <laughs> is like oh yeah he's one of the Watchers like they pop up and just kind of analyze when like something really big and monumental is about to happen i wouldn't even mind like something like that where it's like when something big is about to happen like you know in the show like whenever there's a transition scene like he's just up in the horizon Mm
2: -hmm. i
0: just want to have like every mcu movie whenever there's a pivotal moment just have him in the background just like that but live action
2: i wouldn't mind that i don't know if i want him otherwise in live action It would just depend on how they do it, but I like that idea. That's cool.
0: Yeah, like if if you don't give dialogue with anybody, I want to see at least that. Like just watching the movie and like someone's traveling through space or driving down the highway. It's like, oh, there he is, there he is. Just like, where's Waldo? (laughs) Where's Watto?
3: (laughs) And for all of the audio listeners, Zuhair did the exact Leonardo DiCaprio meme (laughs) pointing at the screen.
1: There he is. There he Ooh. Is. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. I think that wraps it up for what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. Um I'm going to start with Haley. What do you think of zombies?
2: Well, <laughs> I'm not really into zombies. I've never probably ever watched anything with zombies in it. Um on purpose. <laughs> I did think it was a fun episode. I thought the humor was like so out of place, which is what made it funny, like um when Peter shows his orientation video, I loved oh, it. Oh, that was so um, perfect. <laughs> but it was also super gross. <laughs> like I do not enjoy hearing chomping sounds of someone eating flesh. It's not not one of my favorite things.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm curious how many people were wishing that that video was live action when they pulled the shower curtain on Bucky. <laughs>
3: I had the same thought. Andrew's way thought. up.
0: <laughs>
3: I don't want to shout yes, 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 but...
0: <laughs> You're internally shouting yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so that Sebastian video Stan was just very always well a done. Yes. The only thing that made me stop and go, like, yeah, that wouldn't happen was when the Avengers, like, came out of the Quinjet, and then they were showing, like, all of them get eaten, and I was like, why would Tony Stark not be flying? <laughs> there's a bunch of humans yeah. walking up to him, like, he could have easily... And, like, there's no way that Hawkeye just would have been in the... in the middle with a bow and arrow. He definitely would have at least been standing on top of something. And I get that's one of the moments where it's, like, you fill it in with your imagination, you just kind of understand, like, how the story is going. But that was... Enough to kind of make me stop. It's like, at least they build it up a little bit. Not all of them being dumb enough to just stand in the middle of a zombie circle.
2: No, from what I understand about like zombie movies, people are pretty much fairly stupid in them. Yeah. <laughs> That's how everybody becomes a zombie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, if recent events have taught us anything.
2: <laughs> we might be on our way to a zombie apocalypse at this point.
0: Not a genius now, are you, Mr. Stark? What did you think
3: overall, Andrew? Um, I thought it was a fun episode all around. I'm on board with zombies, all that stuff, and they had a lot of fun with the characters. Yeah, I will say I feel like this was the first episode that I felt was really hurt by being only a half hour long. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever really got endeared enough to the, any of the set pieces, any of the differences in our characters. Like, I wanted more time to understand... What vision was going through. Yeah. And they just kind of threw vision at us, said, Oh, he's kind of bad, and then threw him back off screen. They didn't have enough time to really develop any of that. Yeah. It was still great all around, but I think this one could have used a two parter, a little bit of a longer runtime.
0: Yeah, I was actually, I was trying really hard to wait to say that on the cast, but somebody had said something on the Stranded Panda chat that was like, Nope, I can't wait. I got to type this up. And it's exactly the same sentiment that you said. Like, I would have loved for this one to have been at least an hour, because this was the first time that MCU really dipped their toes into the horror stuff, and it would have been really cool to like build up the suspense a little more and build up like the intensity of like what was about to happen, especially with um, especially with Wanda because she was Baba Yaga was terrifying yeah
2: i did um. laugh at baba yaga <laughs> <laughs> oh, baba
0: i didn't yaga, realize no. that
2: character was supposed to be that i didn't remember that character's name from the movie I tried are like this at- is kurt and i was like okay hey kurt like whatever <laughs> you know and then when he said baba yaga i was like oh that's that weird.
0: dude yeah it was interesting <laughs> that they brought the him in of and all people <laughs> Yeah. I liked yeah, it, it they're because it was super random. random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, overall they did a good job, and like I'll be honest, I like Halloween stuff, but I'm a little bitch when it comes to like horror stuff. Like I want to enjoy horror things, but I don't like being scared. Um this this was really well done. I
2: Yeah, it was not scary.
0: Yeah, it was suspenseful. Yeah. They
3: didn't jump scare you, but they did a good job of uh setting the expectations out. Peter the did
2: gate. jump scare somebody.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said that he jump scared someone. He's like, Oh sorry, jump <laughs> sorry. scare It was so good. And then Vision did the same. Like, wait, where did he come from? <laughs> but um no,
3: I was saying that the expectations were set out the gate of um letting our heroes die kinda let us know that no one was safe. And I think that yeah. was a that was a good call to not make us be like, okay, our heroes are just going to make it to the end. They're going to mm-hmm. find a cure and everything's going to be better. You were kind of questioning it, which I think was smart writing on Marvel's part. They always do a good job with it. Just and about. when hope
2: went down and she was giant, I was like, well, this is going to be bad. You guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shrink her back uh, down. She's please. big. <laughs> I was like, did you not they didn't <laughs> think <that one> too. <laughs> like the, the dudes on your face? Like that wasn't a hint to like shrink down and, die as a tiny person like could you have ejected your wings or something before you went <laughs> That's like, i was like oh this she's she's gonna get up big she's totally gonna get <laughs> up big <laughs> hope this is the second episode that she has indirectly caused problems that has caused the avengers to die yeah hank has done it directly twice
2: yeah what's hank's problem honestly yeah although i will say that that is a pull from the He's one of the main ones and the comic issue that we read on source pages. He's like, he's actually the one eating T'Challa, which is super gross. Ew. Poor T'Challa. And Mm -hmm. um,
3: speaking of eating T'Challa, did you guys notice that when the Avengers walked out of the Quinjet, that Captain America, Iron Man, and T'Challa were all there together? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this was supposed to be set just at the start of Infinity War. Why are Cap and Tony talking to each other? Why is T'Challa not in Wakanda? What happened differently in this universe that led to there not being the blowout of the Avengers and all of those other things that were leading into the stunning start of this episode, I will say. The shot-for-shot remake of Infinity War was amazing. But them throwing that little nod of it being at that period in time, I found it interesting that they also
0: let the Avengers still be together and not blown up by uh, Zemo. I think uh, (laughs) just like how half the universe disappearing was enough of a reason for them to work together, um, a giant zombie apocalypse was kind of similar. It's like, hey, we need to put our differences aside and just kind of get to this. That was my head cannon for it
2: i just thought it was different because it was a different thing
0: <laughs> i thought it was cool okay. that black widow was in her <laughs> was in her vest with so many pockets and her short blonde hair but cap actually i honestly like, don't even beforehand. know if i
2: noticed her
0: <laughs> she was she was standing right next to cap it was hawkeye nat cap tony and then t'challa
2: See, I think that goes to the pacing things you guys were talking about. I, I feel like there are things I missed, and I don't necessarily want to rewatch it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what you have recap yeah, one... episodes with two other people for.
2: Right. Yeah. Yes, there were little me. things,
3: but this one was not a big Easter egg episode, so I don't think you're missing out on much by not rewatching. I didn't
2: even notice Nat, though. <laughs> That's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, because she didn't come back after that.
2: Yeah, we didn't see her again. Uh, I I didn't see her at all.
0: (laughs) Oh, so Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast has been talking about, like, having the rights to someone's face. And, like, maybe Mm -hmm. they didn't have it for Black Widow on on the What If the Avengers Died episode. And for Mm -hmm. this one, I feel like Spider-Man looked more like the Spider-Man video game face than he did Tom (laughs) Holland. That's pretty accurate i would say
2: was it tom holland's voice
3: it was not and that's it actually one of my notes a lot like is him <laughs> he did a fantastic job being our spider-man um talking about animation we should probably give some credit to the voice actors um i think spider-man was one of the only voice actors that did or tom holland rather was one of the only voice actors that didn't come back for this episode mm. and it was
0: beautifully seamless uh, yeah i
2: animation. thought it was him damn it sony <laughs> give us mm. spidey back
0: Jay Scotty's the guy who looks at like everyone's names on the back end, while I'm just like so focused on what I'm looking at. So my apologies for
3: that. I know it was Thomas something because I tried to look it up and then. Oh, so
0: they just got their Toms mixed up. Uh,
2: (laughs) Oh, we thought you were Tom Holland. (laughs)
0: Can you can you do a good impression? We're kind of on the clock here.
2: I mean, you called us on the phone, you said your name was Tom, you sounded like Tom.
0: (laughs) Tom Holland's like tied up in a closet and he's just pretending to be him.
2: (laughs) He needs help. (laughs) Oh, too funny.
0: I wasn't expecting to see Happy. I thought it was a very interesting like New Avengers team.
2: (laughs) I loved the Happy stuff. I loved his t-shirt. I need that t-shirt. I I bet somebody's already made that t shirt.
0: Hey now you can remind me I'm not
2: single, I'm saving myself for Thor.
0: (laughs) Oh wow. That's awesome. (laughs) What was the what was the sound effect he was making?
2: Blam. (laughs) Blam blam. You know when he came back to the zombie's
0: like blam (laughs) (laughs) watching with subtitles, it was so good.
2: Agreed. <laughs> Even Sharon like, was like, are you Jack.
0: saying blam for all your
2: shots? <laughs>
3: <laughs> he didn't know, though. He was like, am I? It's
2: like the reports of people in Star Wars when they get to shoot <laughs> a blaster <laughs> and they say pew pew. <laughs> and the directors have to be like, stop saying that.
0: <laughs> I could see, like, Tony leaving a note for the gauntlet saying, like, it only works if you say blam and happy falling for it. <laughs> That was actually the gauntlet from uh, Civil War
3: as well. It had the little watch face that he tapped on when he had to fight Bucky.
0: Oh, nice. I thought it looked different, but I didn't think that far into it. Good observation, bud. There's your Easter egg we were looking for. There there you go. That's the one that you
3: missed. Um, Also, to give the actor credit, his name is not Tom. It is Hudson Thames. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. And the last name, apparently, when I was reading it quickly, I took as Thomas. So mm. Hudson Tames did a fantastic job
0: being our interim Spider-Man. Way to go, yeah, Hudson. Definitely. I'm wondering if he's like, if his actual voice is British now, too.
2: Says he was born in L.A. L.A. He's a youngin' like you, Zuhair.
0: I'm not the youngest one here this time.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I'm the I am like to take That's it. That's great.
2: Let's move on.
0: <laughs> so yeah, who did who did we have on the on the new Avengers? We had Bucky, Spider Man, Happy, Sharon, Okoye. What was the Russian dude's name? Kurt. Poppy. Kurt. Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Bruce. Bruce. I love uh, Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Him just like flipping out, just like I just got back to Earth. What is going on? I've been gone for like five years. <laughs>
2: But that's... I love that he immediately knows something's up. He's like, oh, no.
0: <laughs> like, this is kind of savage. Like, yeah, way to go, Tony. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then the ants come in and start eating up. the soil. like, that's gross. No. It's like, go! Oh, you I can, trust them. What was I happening can trust there. the giant ants.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and where did the ants go? They could have been very helpful. <laughs>
2: where did they come from? Where did they go?
3: Where did they come from? Anti-Joe?
2: I'm sorry that I said that. I knew that that was coming. <laughs> no. That's my fault. It didn't work. I didn't want
0: to, but I had to. I know. I know. I support you in it. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, but it didn't work. Um,
2: so about Baba Yaga, she oh. scared me. <laughs>
0: like hot damn, but no. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> No. no, <laughs> Man, the way she was introduced was really cool too because we're seeing Bucky like with his arm and the shield for the first time. And he's just mm-hmm. going off slowly, just turn around, fires a shot, and it's that little spotlight over her. I was like, oh no. This, this <laughs> yeah,
2: he's like, he's like, don't wake her up, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she hasn't eaten in days
2: oh why hadn't she eaten in days if t'challa was there for her to eat i was so confused (laughs) i mean i didn't want her to eat him but i'm just saying
0: like why hadn't
2: she eaten for days
0: i think vision was keeping her on a diet like just (laughs) well that's
2: sexist
3: (laughs) i mean he doesn't know know better hungry for flesh
0: but (laughs) i'm so yes They were having trouble like breaking through the vibranium. They had to keep like scaling it off and then going for the meat. It's like you peel back the candy wrapper.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! I don't like it. And this is why I don't like zombies.
1: (laughs) Ew!
0: But no, she was really cool, especially when Kurt yelled Baba Yaga and he had like the red light and everything behind her, and she's just like, I was like, oh, this is making me so uncomfortable. Well done. So you asked why Kurt was there.
3: You could probably convince me that the writers came up with the Baba Yaga joke and then yeah. said, "Okay, we're gonna have to write oh, in Kurt."
2: Definitely, you're so just right. So that we can talk
3: about Baba Yaga again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that came up I'm glad the- they did. <laughs> yeah, it was a smart move. Uh, I think the only other thing I would want to see is like. When Bruce asks, like, what's going on, like, it pauses and Luis just pops out in the corner and gives a rundown of what happened. And then, <laughs> I mean, I guess the Watcher did okay at explaining everything, but... So, Luis
3: and the Watcher team-up
0: movie? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just recapping everything? He's just a... Uh, he's an on-the-ground spy for Uatu, and he's busy in a different universe. He takes over when the Watchers have to retire. There you go. Oh, also... <laughs> Poor Ant-Man, it's like, oh, hey, my friend's oh. alive, now he's dead. Oh, hey, the love of my life a die. Oh, no, she's a zombie. Like, he didn't get so, a single moment with any of his loved ones.
2: Yeah, but Scott must have only been, like, bitten and not fully infected, right? Because otherwise his head wouldn't be all normal. Or did Vision fixing him, like, fix his face? Because everybody else was like, nah! with their teeth and stuff.
0: I guess they fixed his face. You know what I'm saying? Face? I well, he, his head was normal, like
2: a human, like. I don't know. You know
0: what I'm saying? I know what you're saying.
3: But I don't know. They didn't really explain the cure all that well. <laughs> no.
2: no. Just that it didn't work on Baba Yaga.
0: <laughs> but his his dad jokes were fantastic. Like, I, I need to check in with Jeff and see how you responded to all of those. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, how I would wish for Hank to just chew me up. I can't stop. I'm sorry. He <laughs> has humor to cope
2: with my pain. <laughs> Paul Rudd is an Don't American all,
0: treasure. <laughs> yes. He was so wonderful. I loved all of his lines. It was just. He said, oh, he said, 'Oh, when Guardian also when he flew out with the cape.' Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, <was> so good." <laughs> I didn't like that. I, to, uh, I laughed the... so hard both times watching that. It was so <laughs> perfect. Like in the most dire yeah. situations, like he's just saying all the right things
2: by saying all the wrong things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to see Hulk versus Wanda now. Like how that mm-hmm. fight would actually play out. He was holding his own. I know she was a zombie,
3: but. They all seem to kind of hold their powers through the transformation.
1: Yeah.
0: So. And I was I was genuinely terrified when the the Quinjet flew over Wasp. Uh, Scott was having a sad moment, and everything, and you see the projectile coming, and I was like, "Oh no, the ship's gonna crash! What's about to happen?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I just started laughing when I realized everything was okay. I thought it was going to like go into the turbine and scratch it up. And then we're going to crash land and go on a run sequence. But that nah, they made it funny. I-, I do have another question coming out
3: of that end sequence that, again, I hate to keep poking holes in Marvel stuff. But are, are we really saying Vision could have taken out the Mind Stone that whole time? Like, I know <laughs> I know, we don't trade lives. I know we don't dread lives, but that was a big deal that Wanda had to do it for him, and she couldn't bring herself to do it. So him just popping it out and handing it off so they well, could get the cure.
0: He didn't destroy the stone, though. Wanda actually had to destroy the stone. He just pulled it yeah. out of his head. Okay.
2: Yeah, you're I right. Guess,
0: I guess that makes more sense. Yeah, he he unplugged the cord. Okay. So
2: Thanos, like, which stone was Thanos missing? Because he was only missing one. The mind. The, the mind, mind stone
3: that they had from. Well,
2: vision. that makes sense. You know, when you say it out loud like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I did not mean to make that so. Accusatory. No, don't be sorry. I'm, that's me and my brain going die. <laughs>
0: Listen, I didn't mean I just for asked to... questions. I didn't mean for it to I come out like that confused. either. But I was like, "Oh wait, <laughs> you're, you're talking really? like about I was,
2: it." like, in the Captain Carter episode, I'm like, "Why couldn't she have helped do uh, Shield and Scotty and zoo are like because she was gone. <laughs> 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 oh, why do you invite me here?"
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, so I'm, I'm guessing like ready. I'm guessing Thanos like arrived on Earth and was like, "Oh hey, there's." A skeleton of strange here's the time stone pops it in and then all these zombies just come up and he's like oh crap yeah i don't know like for him to get i didn't notice if strange
2: had it or not when he was a zombie
0: he probably did but for him to be overwhelmed with five infinity stones was kind of sad it's like dude you had the power stone i don't know
3: maybe because the black order was all taken by zombies perhaps the black order helped take thanos down
0: oh maybe They're just like, what's up, kiddos? And they just like sneak up on him.
3: Yeah, we saw in the T'Challa episode exactly how powerful they were against
0: him. By the Mm -hmm. way, this being like PG 13 and everything, I'm convinced that if they like knocked up the rating for this when Tony came out and just blasted the back of Ebony Maw's head, like he killed him. He straight up killed him in that moment. (laughs) Like, no. He wasn't trying to knock him you out. That the, dude is dead.
2: In an Infinity War, the real movie?
0: No, in this. Or in this episode. No, because this they one. opened up the portal and you see, like, Tony's hand come out. I don't remember out. that part. <laughs> so, Ebony is like, giving a speech. The portal opens up behind him. Iron Man's hand comes out and literally just blows him in the back of the head. And it, like, just knocked him down. As I do air quotes. Well, he's
2: pretty powerful. And in then in he Infinity immediately War.
3: turned into a zombie, though. So yeah, I think there was ate- an implication that he killed him in that moment.
0: <laughs> the The silhouette intro was really cool because both the sling rings opened up, and then Wong and uh, Doctor Strange come out. He comes flying up for his little like jump move, his uh his poser moment, if you will. <laughs> Such a poser! It's called yeah. a Superman punch, but it feels wrong calling it that because it's Iron. When Disney buys DC, we can call it what we want. They <laughs> buy Ooh, Sony
3: snap. first. <laughs> Yes, buy Sony first.
2: I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> they
0: don't, you don't need know how to feel about I just them owning Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Just no, Spider-Man.
2: Spider-Man is fine, but I don't know how I feel about them owning everything else Sony has done. Things that won't be on Disney Plus.
3: <laughs> I mean, they own a lot of that Fox stuff now, but yeah. See if Morbius yeah. ever comes
2: out.
3: Bucky having to fight Cap was pretty sad. The line at the end was what killed me. Yeah, I guess this is the I end of the road.
2: It, it oh. made me laugh. <laughs> What? Like, that's funny. Because
0: <laughs> like everything he said now. was like
2: dripping with irony and it,
0: yeah. it made me laugh. Now we're finding how oh, hey, I, I like
2: the humor in this episode.
3: I'm the dark one.
2: <laughs> you don't even know, Andrew. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm sure I'll be finding out as this goes on. I mean, I
0: listen to source pages. I have some idea. <laughs> Just watching like Cap like slide in two and Haley's like, Ha ha. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. like gore and zombies. Oh, yeah. look, he's dead.
2: Yeah. Well, the line. What does he say when? Okay, Okoye kills Falcon. She's like, "Sorry, that was your friend," or whatever, and he's like, I "Yeah."
3: I wanted to feel bad. <laughs> that was great.
2: That was so funny. I mean, at
3: that point, they weren't teammates yet. That was
0: still the guy that wouldn't move his seat up for him.
2: <laughs> I liked it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. Bucky was in the cryo tube and. Sam was out
3: with Cap. Yeah, because he was hanging out in Wakanda Yeah, up until Infinity War. They had to take him out
0: early to fight some zombies. It's cool how much Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision vibes they put into this. Like Both of those moments established themselves in Civil War and Infinity War, but having experienced those two shows kind of like amplified those moments a lot more. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I think my last little um plot hole was, if there's a big force field around Wakanda, how do zombies know there's people inside of it? Because I doubt the, uh, what's the word, pheromones? Spread through force fields? But I'm not a force field scientist, so I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, at that, that part point, was a little
2: hand-wavy,
0: but Didn't it was they fine. show
3: Thanos at the end inside the force field?
0: No, he was in New York.
3: Oh, I took it as they were flying into Wakanda as Thanos was waiting for them, and... Two and a half Avengers were going to have to fight Thanos.
0: Oh no, he was he was on New York while they were on their way to Wakanda. Okay,
2: I was with you, Andrew.
0: Because then I, I was like, "Dang!
2: Like, like this ended, this ended very poorly."
0: <laughs> like I said, there's only been one positive conclusion in five episodes. Yeah, I mean,
3: yeah. they left it, and this is really me stretching for a theory here. It was specifically a quad jet and not a quinjet. Yeah. And quad jets are what they use to go to space. Quinjets are what they use to stay on Earth. So in the event they were to do a part two, they could open it to find the Guardians to have them help or something. I don't know. It felt weirdly specific that they said it was a quad jet. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't think I need the part two of Two and a Half Avengers. Sounds like a bad sitcom. Well, they didn't have
2: four. (laughs) Like, um... (laughs) That was a bad sitcom. They didn't have Thor with them, so Thor's obviously in space. So it could end up doing okay, you know?
3: Yeah, Carol's out there as well. Yeah, yeah. Got a chance.
2: You have I'd... a real good chance with Thor and Carol on your side.
0: I feel like they're just not even going to make their way back to Earth.
2: <laughs> they're like, uh, forget that.
0: <laughs> Thor shows up a Stormbreaker, like... Sakar's so fine.
2: <laughs> Just leaves. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, we've had two kind of like downer episodes. I hope that those we have we go on an upswing with these last five episodes. I don't know. I yeah, said I'm, I hope.
3: I'm trying not to look at the names <laughs> of the episodes for yep. surprise purposes. So I can't give you any of the hope. I don't really know what's coming. I've next. seen
2: them, but I forgot. So I don't know what's going to happen. Good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I because I try to watch them at the crack of dawn, which for me anything that any time that follows AM is crack of dawn. <laughs> Be eleven fifty nine. 59. Anytime
2: Zuhair opens his eyes, it's
0: the crack of dawn. <laughs> Basically. Uh so like I just kind of wake up, go in, hit play. I mean obviously I saw the zombie posters so I like wonder if this is zombies. But like for for the Doctor Strange episode, I heard disciple of Dormammu so many times that it was engraved in my head and I thought that's what the episode was about so I was like when's Dormammu coming back when's Dormammu I was getting so mad like what the heck was the name of this episode and then when I finished it I went back and I was like I hate people so much (laughs) why do I listen to people
2: (laughs) there were elements of that comic book um in that episode but it wasn't it definitely wasn't a play by play of it yeah. but his him going into the dark dimension taking that power is yeah. definitely from that that issue
0: Yeah but just yep. you know from the trailer seeing the two versions of Doctor Strange I I just heard that phrase so much that it was like engraved in my brain did not appreciate it <laughs> So I will continue to this not is read why the names. internet's terrible
3: Yeah D- Don't go on the internet <laughs> It's scary out there. I don't want to know anything about Spider-Man, but I know everything about Spider-Man.
2: It's terrible. We know nothing about Spider-Man, Andrew.
3: (laughs) I hope so. Just keep telling yourself that, and tell me anything about Spider-Man. I'll listen.
0: Which one's Spider-Man?
2: He's the one in the black suit. Oh, okay. With the
0: teeth, yeah. (laughs) Carnage. (laughs)
2: Shh.
0: (laughs) Carnage is red anyways
2: yeah i wasn't gonna say it but yeah that was the joke <laughs> oh, i didn't get it
0: <laughs> it was a bad one i'm sorry
1: <laughs> everything
0: goes that. over our heads
2: <laughs> and Guardian Libby, Scottie, so i'm gonna be out you. of here <laughs> we are the
0: anti-trax tracks. <laughs> <laughs> right any other points you guys want to mention on these two episodes? Uh, I'm sure I'll remember something right after we're done. Okay. That's you can write in works.
2: feedback. Yeah!
0: <laughs> if we don't have you on, we'll yeah. read it off. Oh, that's a great way to say if you guys do want to send in feedback, animation deliberation podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to write in and don't forget your five-star reviews to put in that raffle for a contest. We will be reading them off as Jay Scotty comes back because I want him to cry over them as much as I do. Um, Haley, any exciting projects going on in your show?
2: Yeah, um, my good friend Brian V. Klein and I do the Source Pages podcast, and we just finished recording our uh, review and comparison of Shang-Chi and the comic runs that we covered for that awesome movie. We are going to end up doing some retrospectives coming up, since we have kind of this little break in content before dune and eternals come out and so we're going to look back at comic runs for wandavision falcon and winter soldier and loki so if you want to be interested in reading those or just you know following our schedule on that follow our social medias we're on twitter instagram facebook source pages podcast
0: and andrew have you thought of anything to plug yet um I mean, at this point, I'm close
3: enough to just plugging this podcast because I think I'm here more than anywhere. (laughs) No, I mean, everyone uh, listen to these wonderful podcasts. I am also a listener of Source Pages. I'm not just here talking to Haley. They do a fantastic job. So like she said, go and listen to them. I'll give you the feedback right here live on the air. It's a fantastic show, and they do a wonderful job of going over the comics and I will also say from a listener perspective, I was fearful at first of getting spoiled of things, but then again, you realize that Marvel does a great job of differentiating from comics. So instead you get this fresh perspective from uh, Haley and BBK. And then you also get to enjoy the show after. So you get a double perspective. You can talk about it with your friends more. You can sound really smart, like a comic reader (laughs) and you can also read along with them. So they do a great job. And then, like I said, I'm just here whenever Zuhair and Jay Scotty ask me to be, so this would be the only other thing I would plug. But also, we kind of talked about it last time. uh, Write in feedback for what if, both good and bad, because, you know, we're all talking the greatness of this show. And if there's people who have kind of complaints, I would be at least a little curious to hear what they are. And if we want to talk about them and what we think of them, I think that's awesome, too. But I'm curious to know where the other side of the, the conversation is coming from as well so
2: for sure everything's not for things. everybody something yep. I think we forget sometimes
0: <laughs> and that's okay as yeah, long I, as you have a, yep. a respectful portrayal of your opinion everybody's got opinions you just gotta share it you don't have to agree with each other just uh, listen to each other and move on shizzle Haley, I actually I did listen to the Shang Chi episodes, and I think one of your feedbacks actually was what uh, Andrew said regarding them sounding smart because they took little like <laughs> points of what you said. So it's kind of cool hearing him like solidify uh, yeah, what other people
2: have already spoken fun. up on. And yeah. then uh, yeah, Andrew thank you for that, Andrew.
0: Yeah, Andrew mentioned this uh, last time he was on as well, but. If you guys are in an area where it is possible and it is safe to do so, please go check out Chung Chi in theaters because that movie is fan bleeping tastic. I'm (laughs) super excited to watch it again. And yeah, it's a great movie. It's definitely top tier MCU. And Mm -hmm. I'm very excited for the future Uh, of the MCU with that.
3: Everything I could have wanted and more. Yeah. And yeah. And also make sure to listen to the instant reaction on the MCU cast that Zuhair was a part of.
0: I finally got to be on it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was going to be talking about animation stuff. And I was like, cool, I got to be a, (laughs) I got to be a dude, an immigrant dude that got to talk about Asian culture and martial arts and stuff. Like, I couldn't have lined up any better.
2: It was a perfect fit.
0: Yeah. Go listen to it. It was (laughs) awesome. I'm like excited again just thinking about the fact I got to do that and watch that movie because, God, that movie was good.
2: Yeah. I need to go see it again for the third time.
0: All right. Let's go right now. All right. So we're going to go watch the movie. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Send in your feedback. Write in your reviews. Uh, Tune in next time. And always stay well. Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandedpanda.com or join the great community that is the Panda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com groups svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed.
1: absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower, every note, or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew, You can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly.
2: Visit MFM.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6,000,
1: American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-230-2777. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood blood pressure 800 230